Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC. Did you see this story about Walmart with the bags? It lends some credence to what Tom was saying about the Davos thing. What exactly is going on? Like, who's done research into this? Exact. What's going to happen now at Walmart? What happened? They're not going to give bags. I'm sorry. That's the story. All Walmart stores in Connecticut are getting rid of plastic and paper carryout bags starting Wednesday. A spokesman said they're aiming to eliminate waste in the state by getting rid of these bags for checkout and pickup orders. The company is encouraging shoppers to use reusable bags or containers instead. What's your solution, please? What are you going to do? Now, I did notice this, but it didn't really register in my head. I said, oh, there's no bags. Because it, it used to be they'd say, I think, maybe it was another store, they'd want to charge you a nickel or 10 cents per bag. I, I don't like this whole anti-bag movement. I don't like how, this is what I don't like, the, the woke government just decides what shall be, decrees it, and then we all have to live with it. And you say, what, wait, what's the premise here? Walmart said the bag change will eliminate single-use paper bags, which were used in some locations in the state, and multi-use plastic bags. The company said these plastic bags complied with local laws, but they plan to phase them out anyway. Eliminating single-use bags in Connecticut is part of our effort to reduce waste. What she means is, this: uh, the woman who said this, the senior vice president of Walmart Sustainability, Jane Ewing, what she means is she's being pressured to do it, and they save money, so why not? Our customers want to be engaged on this journey, and we remain committed to making the sustainable choice the everyday choice. Walmart said they're preventing the use of over 1.2 billion plastic bags and paper bags by discounting them in several states. In July 2021, state law banned single-use plastic bags. You remember this. And Walmart stores across Connecticut started, started selling uh, store-branded reusable bags. Now, What's wrong with charging? I know people hate this, but of these solutions, 
the thing I like best is paying a nickel for a plastic bag. I'll do that. Or a paper. I hate the paper bags, though. They, they're so bulky, and I'm sure they're worse for the environment. They just have to be. It seems like half a treat gets used for everyone. And, you, and there's nothing else you can do with them once you're done with them. What do you do? I hate this intervention in the basic things of life without giving, uh, without following any democratic mechanisms. What exactly is the process through which this decision gets made? Why do they pressure businesses to do these kinds of things? How does it change Walmart's life to charge us for bags? Isn't that a good thing for Walmart? No, they just say no more bags. These politicians just cause us too much trouble. That's the truth of it. And part two of the truth is it reaches a certain point, and they say, oh, we just we do better if we just get rid of the whole thing. What are your thoughts on bags? Does this not upset you? It really, I don't like them messing around with shopping. I don't want to have to walk in using perma bags. I don't. So what I've been doing at Walmart, where uh, when there aren't bags, which has happened to me, I was in the Walmart in, in, is that Avon or Simsbury? I was in that one the other day, and um, there were no bags. It wasn't Wednesday yet. There were no bags there, and I just uh, take the stuff out to the car and throw it in the back. I don't care about bags that much, but sometimes you need them. And it's certainly a little more organizationally sound, don't you think? Let's talk to Kevin in Canton. Hello, Kevin. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. One second, Kevin. I'm still getting used to our new system here. Hi, Kevin. Hi there, Todd. How are you? What do you think? I'm, I'm aggravated. I like bags I to be available. You know what? Government's in there. And uh, I, listen, I'm pro-limited government. I think it, uh, leaner, smaller, more efficient government's not a bad thing. But I think this is just one more example of people in government feeling like they know better how you should live your life than you do. And it, it you know what? It's the tip of the iceberg. I think you might have already covered it this morning, but uh, that proposal that was submitted today by Representative Ryan, I believe is his name, all right, removing the parental notification requirement for children 12 and older to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not saying we're going to go ahead and manage your children, not you, I don't know what else is. They, you're right. They love to interfere with our lives. And, and they've even managed to get people to think this is uh, them being kind to us as opposed to them uh, overstepping boundaries and refusing to leave us alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, to get back to the bags issue, you know, the uh, what they basically done. Do you remember when they had banned paper bags and went to plastic because they wanted to save trees? Yes. Yes. That was that That, was the environmentally sound thing to do. Exactly. So they went ahead and said, no, you know what? Now the plastic bags are a problem. Let's go to these uh, reusable bags. But these reusable bags are produced overseas. That's child labor. That's working conditions that if the American people knew about it, they would be livid. So it's just one bad decision after another.
Well, one of the things you're uh, alluding to is something that does bother me about this whole thing, and that is that they don't actually do any research and come up with an argument for why a certain thing might be a good thing to do. They propose things and expect people to just go for it because they say it's the kinder, gentler thing to do. Kevin, thank you for the phone call. Good to hear from you. I want to see the data. I want to know what happened when we stopped using the plastic bags a year and a half ago. What happened to bag use? What did people start doing? How many paper bags were going out of the stores? How much are people using no bags? And how much are people using reusable bags? What exactly is going on here? I want, I want people, if they're going to be taking care of, uh, of us because they love us so much and making all our decisions for us, let them step forward and make arguments for why this is a good thing. Michael's calling from Higginham. Hi, Michael. How you doing, Todd? Great to talk to you. Um, I have a problem. I always agree with you, mm -hmm. but on the paper bag thing, have you ever seen the joy a cat gets out of an empty paper bag? I have not. It's wonderful. It's a free toy. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I'd Do they need this many of them? Like when you come home from the grocery store with six bags and you've spent 500 bucks, do they play oh, with yes. all six they, bags? They, they, they find different places to nest. It's wonderful. So that's my only defense on that. Well, that would uh, that would organize. If we wanted to protest this, all the cat lovers would show up at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are amazing, the stuff they play with, aren't they? Uh, they absolutely are. You, you buy them a toy, and they're like kids. They don't play with the toy. They play with the box they came in. And... I, it's funny you say that. My um, Well, it's not really about boxes and toys per se, but it's Christmas. And, and under the Christmas tree, my grandchildren, their cats were, uh, one of the cats was just sitting under the tree waiting for one of the ornaments to move so he could treat, <laughs> he could treat it like it was a mouse. <laughs> you got to love that. It's a beautiful, simple world to live in. <laughs> the cat world, yes. Thank you, Michael. Good to talk with yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, I just locked that. See, there's so many new controls on there. Uh, yeah, so so I find this offensive that they want to keep messing around with us. And I, I, I also want us, so, so Tom was talking about the, the Davos thing, and he was thinking maybe Davos is in charge of all the woke things that they force on us. But I, wa I want to have everybody understand that it's not democratic government if, 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 it's, if it's government by whatever they do in Davos, we pass it into law, and then you find out about it in a story in the paper. 860-522-9842. We'll take more phone calls in just a moment. WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out this, this shopping bag paper. A couple of years ago, everything in life was good. The really thin plastic bags, which I assume are much better for the environment than the big paper bags, they got banned because they're too bad for the environment. And they required the paper bags. Was this all part of a trick, do you think, 
to get us used to the idea because I could see where the psychology of it is. You, you hate the paper bags because you know they're bad for the environment. You miss the plastic bags, which are reusable and they're convenient and they're great to have around the house. So they figure they can get away with taking the paper bags away from you. What do you think is the scam here? Jamie is next on WTIC. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Todd. So, you know, the bag thing, too, is just another way of dividing people, I think, because, you know, you're either with them. Oh, yes, we're saving the environment. You, you know, you're bad if you don't do this. So that's part of the thing. And I also think um, that most people who collected those bags, like myself and probably you, used them multiple times. I mean, I personally would use them for like a bathroom trash can. Now I can't use those anymore because I ran out of them because I can't get them anymore. So what do I have to do? I have to go buy the bags that don't really fit that are thicker. And it's actually causing more waste than it used to. You're talking to about thicker, thicker plastic bags. bags? Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I chuckled a little bit earlier when you said about the, the paper bag uh, using a half a tree. Here's another mm-hmm. one for you. You know how we vote in Connecticut, right? That big, uh, oh, spare. my heavens, it's like a 12 by 18, yes. pretty thick cardstock. And, again, I love, you know, yep. perhaps the, the guys of election integrity, but Judas Priest, how big does the thing need to be? Who got that contract for printing <laughs> all those things up? Killing a lot of trees, Todd, my heavens. <laughs> I can't, that's a lot of trees. We're killing I, for, for voting. But the, um, you know, back to the plastic bags, I don't, I'm not actually worried about what the plastic bags do to the environment. I don't, I don't believe that's a big issue. I think that's a fake issue. I think the environmental issue is the, is the paper bags. And I want to go back to the plastic. But I am frustrated enough that I'm thinking I will just order from Amazon a big wad of plastic bags. On the reusable bags, too, it's an opportunity to grow government because People are going to be using these reusable bags a lot, and they're going to put their family pack of chicken legs and thighs in there. You're a food guy, food safety thing. Guess what? That salmonella is going to be getting on everybody's cupcakes, and we're going to have to grow government because so many people are getting sick from food. What is going on? We need to put more resources on it. It'll be a great opportunity. It'll be just we need government even more because, you know, a problem that we created. (laughs) That's exactly Again and again and again. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Jamie. They keep doing it. It's true. This is their favorite dance. We're going to Waterbury now for Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Todd. Um, all those bags and uh, paper bags could all be recycled. I mean, uh, the, you know, when you walk in the stop and shop, they have the little container there, and I, I stick them in there all the time. Um, it's not like yeah, but what happens to them? What just because you stick them in there doesn't mean anything good happens with them, does it? Well, uh, it, that's up to stop and shop and the, and the, the government. I mean, are are they just taking them out to the back of the building and throwing them in the regular garbage? I well, mean, it came we out a couple it. years ago. You know, the story was all this stuff went on a ship and got sh- taken to China because the Chinese were the only ones who wanted them. And then right. it yes. turned. Then the word was that what the Chinese were doing with a lot of this stuff they didn't want that wasn't valuable. They just put it on a barge, took it out in the ocean, and dumped it. Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. But even the paper bags, the paper bags can be recycled. I mean, they're they're like cardboard. I I put them in my recycle. Oh bag yeah, definitely. But wait, but I mean, think about I mean, uh, this. Think about this. Compare the damage that a plastic bag supposedly does to the environment 
where you get it, you put it in the bag holder, you know, that, that sleeve yeah, that thing. you shove them into, and they're there, yeah. and you keep using them and using them and using them, versus a paper bag that has no utility. You take it to bring, and, and they'll just put, like, your chicken legs in there. Somebody mentioned the salmonella. They'll put just the meat in there. You've got, like, nothing in the paper bag. Right. And then you well, bring well, it home, and you take it down, and you throw it in the in the container for the recycling. Think well, about all – wait, hold on. Just think about everything that that bag goes through, right? It gets manufactured. I mean, it, like, it gets put on a truck. Thing. It gets brought to a distributor. The distributor distributes it to the stores that need it. Then you drive it home. Then you throw it away. It gets picked up by a truck. Can that really be good for the environment? Right. But, I mean, my paper bags, I, I, I read newspapers. Remember those things you used to unfold? They used to have newspapers. They had a little print on it. Yeah, they, they got rid those. of those, though. Yeah, well, actually, I, I, they still have them. But I used to I get a pile of them, and I slide them in the paper bag, and I put them in a the recycle bin. Uh, so I, you know, in my mind, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. What happens yes. after that? I can't help you. Well, that, that's that's called government. What happens? What happens after that? And I can't help you is called. <laughs> that's the long word for government. Thank you, Bob, for that. Let's talk to April in West Hartford. Hi, April. Hi, Todd. I'm going to throw some fuel on the fire, and my question is, why um, are we still using plastic garbage bags? And also, if you're going to the dog park. Why do people pick up things with plastic bags? Oh, they why hate the it, environment. Why is it That's I right. Mean, we need to be, I mean, we're taking something that is going to go into the ground and into the earth, um, and we're putting it into plastic. What do you call those piles where you throw all the stuff so it can uh, make um, rich? Compost. Compost. Why don't they have compost piles for the dogs to poop in? Well, you can't put dog and cat into that and have it go in, like, for farming because you, it has to be something that, because they're meat eaters and they're not um, eating, like, something like um, oh, like chickens or horses or cow manure. So why don't we make eating. a law requiring all pets to go vegetarian, vegan even? Oh, you could veganize them all. Exactly. Veganize them all. And while you're at it, make them, uh, what's that thing called where you don't have any of the wheat? Oh, they, I'm, I'm, yeah, just have them go vegan and have them go, yes, exactly. <laughs> have them go non-binary, um, and what else yet. can they do? Oh, my, oh my goodness, don't get me onto that. But you have a good rest of your day. April, thank you so much. I hope your month comes soon. That's all Why, I can thank tell you. Why, thank you. I do, too. <laughs> I root for April every day. I, I actually like April the best, not because it's the best month, but I like anticipating the warm weather. I like anticipating the warm weather. Beautiful weather coming is better than, oh, it's slipping away. Here it goes. It's August. It's, it's over. Beautiful weather goes fast once it's August. Ain't that the truth? All right, we're going to break for news, and then we're going to talk more about this on WTIC. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wait, come on. Oh, come on, why wait? You can rant right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg Show. That's me, I suppose. There's... um. Somebody brought up the um, the other story that is kind of outrageous today. Bill proposes allowing 12-year-olds to get vaccines without parental consent. So th- these um, these people who believe in the sanctity of a woman's body don't believe anybody else has a, a basic right to basic things. Adults have the rights to their bodies. Kids do not. Parents have to be in charge of their kids' bodies as long as they aren't doing anything to abuse that responsibility, which would be an outrageous thing for a parent to do. It does occasionally happen. But the idea that you would want a 12-year-old to make his own medical decisions is a little bizarre. And this is the woke left again wanting to make no sense in their public policy, wanting to empower government in the wrong times and disempower it at the right times. Parents have a right. That's the basic responsibility of a parent is to to get their kids safely and securely into adulthood. And you have to have parents making the medical decisions for their kids. Otherwise, what you're doing is you're saying the government is going to make that decision. That's what this 12-year-old bill is. It's saying the government is going to have control of the kids' bodies because the parents are no longer in charge. Well, somebody responsible has to be in charge. Government isn't responsible. So the 12-year-old making his own medical decisions is, is better than the government doing it. But it's not something you can take away from the parents because that's uh, what they would call a God-given right, I would think. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. So let's talk. We've got... The Walmarts, Walmart getting rid of bags. They want you to juggle while you're leaving the store. Get all that stuff airborne, walk to the car, and get there safely without anything dropping. Nope, don't drop the Twinkies. Well, the Twinkies would probably be okay. The ring dings, you've got to keep going. The war, It's just crazy, this, this big government scam. It really is. We're going to Northfield now. Dave next. Hi, Dave. Hello. Why do you sound sad? Oh, no, I'm not sad. I'm just making okay. sure you you can hear me. You're supposed to be all fired up when you come on the radio, not hello. Yeah. Oh, no, I just want So what do you to, think? I just wanted to point out a simple fact that uh, paper bags are made from wood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a couple trace uh, elements in there, but essentially it's a piece of wood. 
Okay. So it's no more environmentally intrusive than if a branch falls off a tree and lays on the forest floor, rotting for the next year or two. Only a bag does it quicker. Well, the bag itself may not be intrusive environmentally, but you have to cut down the tree to make the bag, right? And if yeah, everybody but, but, going to the supermarket on a Saturday morning is getting bags, paper bags, that means that tons of trees are being cut down, and then lots of trucks are driving around burning diesel fuel in order to deliver the paper bags. So I, it just seems to me that you have a much cleaner thing going on with the plastic bags. Yeah, but with, with with the bags and the trees, I mean, the trees, we basically grow it like grass nowadays, the, the ones that we use for the bags. So it's a renewable resource. Well, that's true. What kind of bag, what kind of tree is it that we grow for paper bags? It's mostly pine. Interesting. Of course, so, you go up to the you go up to the uh, up to Maine and you drive by a paper mill. You can you can smell the process. It's kind of stinky. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but it provides a lot of jobs, and uh, they've been doing it for more than I've been alive. Yeah, you know the paper bags are. I'm not against them if that's all we had. I think plastic is probably better for the environment. I, don't, I have no way of knowing that because nobody ever talks about what actually is the truth. They only tell us about that uh, seagulls might catch their beak on a plastic bag or something, and the, and everybody gets uh, emotional about it and makes an emotional decision. I want to know what yeah. the facts are. Where Before we went to plastic, though, I mean, I used to collect my paper bags, and I would reuse them. What do you reuse them for? I would, I would bring them back to the grocery store and, and pack stuff back in them, just like you would with a plastic bag. You brought paper bags back to the grocery store. Wow, you were an activist way before everybody else even thought of it. No, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, I was brought up in, uh, with common sense uh, conservation. Well, uh, they got rid of that program, apparently. Yeah, they're all lunatics now. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Dave, for the call. That's interesting, though. It's. I just personally, I feel offended by the paper bag. I think of all the stuff it goes to. Now, imagine how many plastic bags you can fit on a truck versus how many paper bags to deliver the new ones to the store and how much space they take up for storage and all that kind of stuff. Plus, you might be able to reuse the paper bag once. Plastic bags you can use a lot. And you can also take them outside and do the dog poop with them. Jim, what do you think? Uh, well, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, maybe uh, 25 years ago you could use the uh, paper bags again. I don't know about now. They're pretty paper thin. Paper thin, pardon the pun. Well, that's uh, true. They do they do rip pretty easily. Yeah, they 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 and, yeah they do they do. But but to your point about the bags and something else, I just recently came across a uh, a article a, a, a episode of John Stossel TV. I don't know if you if you're familiar with John Stossel. He's been around forever. Yeah, I know John Stossel well, but I didn't know that he was doing this online TV show thing until I saw it a couple of weeks ago. It's funny you mention it. Yeah, well, well, um, he just recently had, uh, and I don't know how old the, uh, I don't know how old the interview was, but the bottom line was he was interviewing somebody who did an article, an expert in the environment, or just a writer, or journalist, who did an article that was published in the New York Times. And make a long story short, he covered the five ten lies about uh, climate control and environment and what we do to try to save our environment. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I feel, uh, tell all your audience, everybody go out there and find it for themselves instead of me putting words in their mouth. But wait a Doing sec, you, you, you said it was well, the, it's called the 510 lies? The, uh, excuse me, the five lies concerning okay. climate and or how we try to protect our environment. Five lies, climate, environment. All right, I'll see and what one, I come up with because I like this. Yeah, one of, well, here's two of them. One of the ones was the, the way we recycle in this country. We actually produce more carbon dioxide trying to break it all down and separate it. And then ship it, and we ship a lot of our garbage overseas. When in fact, if we just took it all, broke it down a little bit uh, uh, differently, and kept it, and then processed it like we do when they cap uh, when they cap these old uh, you know places where you should put all your uh, trash, you could take uninhabitable land and turn it into habitable land just by using it first for all your refuge, all your trash, yeah. break it down. Mix it with all types of soils, whatever, cap it, reuse the energy or the methane or whatever comes out of it for power, and then you could use the land, and you could use it for all kinds of things. And you see it all over the north, they, they, golf courses, uh, you name it. That was one of the first things. The fact that we bring all this stuff and break it down the way we do, it's, it's not environmentally correct. It, it, it actually produces more. And then, and then the, or the equivalent of. And then the second point was, and I didn't know this, 20 tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere for every electric car that's made. So that's from start to finish. Wait, that's where did you get that fact? That's a great sounding fact. That that came off of the Stossel interview, which is particular. I'm going to call. I'll call you back or email. I'm going to get the. I'm going to get the writer's name. I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. But I was flabbergasted when I when I heard that. Now again, that's that's complete start, from, you know, the minerals all the way up till it gets parked into your driveway. Then you get your payback for the environment when the car hits a hundred thousand miles. Problem is the batteries don't make it that long. And then what do you do with them? Wait, the batteries so must they, last a hundred thousand miles, don't they? Ah, uh, good luck. I, I don't know. I have no idea, but. Everything I see says no. Now maybe now you have to assume the battery the battery technology might get better. Okay, but what but what do you do with the batteries and the blades and all the stuff in uh, the blades for the wind turbines and etc. How is it that you dispose of them? And once again, it gets right back to uh, it's not environmentally uh, a positive thing for the environment. It's funny. And, I I heard something along these lines this morning and. I'm um, I'm very curious now about what the best way to go is with, with with some of these things. They were talking, they were talking on the news about your electric car and how everybody has to make their own family's assessment. Did you see this on the TV news yeah, yeah. this morning? I caught some of it. Yeah, I think it was just... I think it was Channel Eight, and they were saying yeah. every family's got to make their own decision because, and one of the things they mentioned was the cars are you know are if you. If you are going a long distance, like you, you like to take family trips, you can't use an electric car because you get backed up at the public uh, charging stations. Well, that was his third point about the grid, the electrical grid. And I, I can't give you word for word, but bottom line is there is no way we could double the electric grid in this country. Not only that, but there are no plans to do it to, to accommodate electric cars. And he made the point of the goal of 600 million electric cars worldwide. Worldwide. And in the end, 
it would take, like I said, an average of 100,000 miles to make these things environmentally correct. So you're talking about a lifespan and, and polluting it will. And then the last thing uh, I'll say is Quickly, the, only way out of time. the only way the environment's going to get straight in terms of climate is if China and South America and China and all of the uh, Indonesia, whatever, gets on board. And they're not going to get on board. They're never going to get on board. They're never going to do it. That's if, if they're going to do it the way the climate crowd says. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Jim, send me that information. I want that information. But the, um, the way we get the climate straightened out is we don't worry about all these things the climate crowd wants us to do to protect the climate because that that, they want to ruin us. So if there is a problem with the climate, you know how we're going to solve it? We're going to solve it with a new technology we invent. 8605229842 more phone calls coming up WTIC Now back to the Todd Feinberg show live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080 All right so we got a few topics here merging together we started off with Walmart will not be providing bags as of tomorrow in the state paper or plastic and I'm just sick of this people deciding to change things this is a result of the government movement the woke movement against bags but bags are a good thing i believe i'm pro bag how about you then there's um there's also the story about 12 year olds being able to make their own consent for vaccines being proposed in the state legislature and now we're talking about climate change. I forget how we got into climate change. But it's always a good topic. We've got Jonathan in New Britain now. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Todd. Good, good to chat with you. Ah, Jonathan, good to hear from you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I'm calling because I'm up in arms, and I think parents should be up in arms about this proposed bill to allow 12-year-olds to get vaccinated without their parents' consent. Uh, you know, it's like whether it's any medical treatment, whether it's a vaccination or an abortion or taking prescription drugs, drugs uh, it's, you got to ask yourself, like, what's the age of maturity? What, what's the age of consent? Yeah, and it's not 12 years old. You know, whether you look at it's mentally or physiologically, emotionally, children of 12 years old, they're not fully developed. Well, everybody they're knows not- this. You know, it's the it's this is a trick by these guys to once they get this passed, then they can expand it into everything. Yeah, sure. And, 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 you know, kids kids are highly impressionable, right? And, and this is what the Democrats of Connecticut's MO is. They want to sure, take away brainwash your them in the classroom and then say, hey, the kids have a right to do whatever they want. Right, exactly. They, they want to ha- they got your kids up. Most parents have their kids in public schools. They're going to be indoctrinated there. And then the vaccine van is going to roll up. And if your kid, you know, succumbs to the peer pressure, the indoctrination, they're going to come home with a vaccine that you did not consent to. Maybe you don't even know about. So I think parents around the state, it's time to speak out against this and, and take some action. Um, so, you know, I'm urging people to do two things. If they go to ctparents.org, I have a petition set up up there so they can sign and say they, they you know, did not agree with this bill. We'll try to get thousands of people together on one page at that website. Okay. Also, though, I'd, I'd urge people to call and write their uh, email, their legislators, and, you know, whoever their local legislator, legislator yeah, is. There's nothing they, they like less than hearing from their constituents. Yeah. And if we don't speak out, you know, they're just going to steamroll this bill through just like everything, you know, everything else they've been doing. Uh, so I would urge people to go look up their local legislators um, and tell them to oppose this bill. Don't even get let this get to committee. Just trying to nip this in the bud right now. All right, Jonathan, thanks so much. Great to hear from you. Doug in Ellington next on WTIC. Hi, Doug. 
How are you doing? What do you think about this? Well, uh, on the uh, batteries on electric cars, I'm, uh, I've had three or four electric cars. Not full electric, but hybrids. Mm-hmm. 100,000, 200,000. I got, uh, had two customers that had well over 450,000 on them. Yeah, but, but hybrids, I would think, would be a lot easier because they don't get much use. Well, my car, as I'm driving, I get 42 miles a gallon with this thing, and... Well, that's what I'm saying. Easily go two, three hundred thousand. Yes, but with an electric car, there the battery's always driving everything. It's got to be recharged every day. Whereas, I would assume the technology of the recharge. I don't really know anything about it. Maybe you do. I would think the recharging technology on a on a hybrid is is much more of a trickle charge and less uh, damaging to the battery. Exactly, because on the full electrics, they don't like you to do it. A uh, quick charge on them, it destroys the, uh, takes the life out of them. That's why a trickle charge, as you said, much better for the battery. Yeah, so that it makes these. Destroy the life. It's interesting the point you're making. It just makes it not incomparable. Like my brother's got, he lives out in Colorado and he's got a uh, a Tesla and he loves it. And he drives everywhere and he's always stopping somewhere, or, you know, to sit and have a cappuccino and let the thing charge for. A couple of hours, and and uh, you know, if, if you've got the the life he's got, I think you can do it. But a lot of people can't do that, and and uh, who know? Th- those are the batteries we need to to know how long they last. Doug, those thank you. Are the ones that we have to work on. You're correct. Thank okay, you very much good. for taking my call. Doug, thank you for making it. Appreciate hearing from you. We're going to get to a newscast at the top of the hour, and uh, I I do have to remind you that at ten after. David Friedman will be here. He's the son of Milton Friedman, the great economist, late great economist. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 